0: Signs of evil, scampo, Yeah, that are hatched from
1: what's dead rooster. <laughs> Lazaro, what's up, dude? Welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. The legendary Mark McKenna, welcome to the show.
2: Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thanks, that's guys. that's the best we can do, Mark. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Round table show. Hey, if you could draw.
2: All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Roundtable Show, right here live on PSN Radio. And sorry, we're a little bit late with you, as always. Is moi? I am the Jackal, and I am introducing my fir- myself first because I am working the boards. Plus, I am also MCing this solution dig tonight, called the Roundtable. We're going to be joined later on by none other than California Guy. But first and foremost, let me introduce the gentleman on the panel on this very suspicious September 23rd, 2018. We have none other than the very lovely, sometimes overdressed for the occasion, Mr. Zod Ryder. Welcome to the show, sir. Hello, sir. Lovely to have you here. Great to be here. And with us, as usual, the man who brings us the news, that's right, you know him as Johnny, we know him as Johnny Alpha, some of you know him as Chris, I like to call him the news guy. Johnny Alpha, welcome to the show, and hopefully you got a lot of news for us this week, what's up buddy?
3: Not much, man. I'm glad to be here, even after the double breach we had earlier, but we're back. We're on the air. And yeah, I got some news. Um, a lot of it's kind of just like first glimpse news. Oh yeah, man, what do you got? What do you got? We we got, got
2: Here's yeah, some headlines.
3: We got the first look at the new Chucky from the Child's Play remake. We, Hot. Get, the, we get the first look at Joaquin Phoenix as the Clown Prince of Crime.
2: Hot, Hot news. Shush, shush, shush.
3: We get, a, we get a first look at, oh, one of my favorite new ladies in Hollywood, Miss Zazie Beetz, as her character in said Joker film. Yeah. We get okay. some news about um, DC chief, uh, ex-DC um, chief. Getting, that's, a, it's
2: a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Go ahead.
3: Get, getting hate on Twitter over the Joker casting. We have an announcement that there is a third Kingsman film confirmed with Matthew Vaughn coming out in 2029. Okay, okay, okay. There's a new Marvel book announced, uh, a movie announced about a book I don't even know about called The Eternals, and there's all kinds of news about that blowing up, so we can probably discuss that a little bit. I've got a new Venom clip. Um, Uh Looks like Eli Roth finally has a hit on his hands. All it took him was making a kids' movie, so yeah, there's a lot of neat stuff. The house that has clocks, or a house with clocks in its walls, starring everybody's favorite Jack Black. Yeah! Not really,
2: but yeah. Yeah, hey, I like a Natural Libra guy. So you guys going to kill me over it. Rick. It's a fun movie.
3: Well, I'm Not- just happy Eli Ross got a hit. You know what I mean? That's... <laughs> <laughs> well, Pa-pow.
2: exactly. Now, which is the first story we're going to tackle? We have a lot to go through, and of course, we got the uh, box office results at the end of the second hour, and that we're going to be joined the second hour again by California guys. So, this first hour, since we started a little bit late, and it's just the three of us, because Cold Cuts, that's right, Jason, uh, Justice, is out for pizza again. I don't know what's going on with cold cuts, but it's food. of sounds us.
3: good right now. That'd you
2: know what I'm so saying? i having that dinner. pizza. That would be great.
3: I actually had pizza for dinner tonight.
2: Hopefully our Patreon account, when they will kick in, it will be, we'll be able to, like, afford pizza during the show.
1: Oh, that would be awesome.
2: By the way, guys... We do have a Patreon account if you guys want to, you know, help us out a little bit, just a little bit. Go to patreon.com forward slash PSN radio. Please join us or you can look me up Angel Espino and hook me up with some Patreon, you know, bucks. Help us out. It keeps the show live, keeps the network going and uh, going and growing. So that's uh, us on Patreon. Look it up PSN radio. All one word, PSN radio on patreon of course we are live but we're not taking phone calls this first hour because we're having a little skype issue so we don't want to ruin the flow but what are we gonna lead with tonight johnny
3: well right before we went on air i kind of dropped a topic that seemed to hit a hot button with one of our people so um why don't we just start with some of the biggest news that came out with the um captain marvel trailer that landed oh videos.
2: yeah, Captain Marvel, and you know what, the, the one person that I think on this panel who really hated the most is the one person I'm going to lead off with, because I enjoyed it, so when it was Zod writer, you had issues.
1: Yeah, why is, why is it okay that this movie looks... Like a female version of Man of Steel, but nobody notices. Right down to the Zack Snyder color palette that's you that he used in Man of Steel, the costumes, everything. I mean, you can go through that trailer and you can find scenes that are literally that literally ma- mirror. Which one? Uh, Man of Steel. Which one? I one? Which one? Which one? No, 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 I no, no, time, no, no, will, no, no, no no, time, no, no, will, no, 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 time, no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. No, no. You said like
3: every scene was. Yes.
2: Oh, you don't. No, 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 no. Hold on. Show your row Yoko Ono. Hold on one second. You don't like make an accusation like that and then have no evidence to back your claim up. What? Now give me just one scene. What scene are we talking about?
1: There's a scene in there where Superman. Balls up his fists. Oh, Alright, this is Captain Marvel. Captain...
2: me a Captain Marvel version, then.
1: Captain Marvel does the same thing. Now, I got. there's a scene in there where Captain Marvel's eyes are glowing, where she's getting oh my ready God, to, the guy to go vision. after someone, And there's a scene, and then there's, of course, a scene in Man of Steel where Superman has the glowing eyes. Look, man, it's all in there. You just got to know where to look. And if, you're, <laughs> Bro. if you've seen Man of Steel Bro. long enough or not, Bro. you'll know.
2: You, you're just, you're, you're, you're so caught, you're caught up on this whole Henry Cavill <laughs> thing. Get I'm here! Fuck you! Somebody has an obsession with men of steel that's driving him crazy. You're never getting your Snyder cut. Live with it, young man. Okay,
3: uh right, It's cool. not go
2: happening on. Stop trying to blame Marvel For all your problems in life Look Never mind that
1: see Who who that dude is that looks just like Ben Affleck from Batman v Superman Once like,
2: again
3: we'll
2: Once cares? again you're seeing shit That's not that I got no Man of Steel vibe Superheroes ball up
3: their fists. Superheroes have glowing yes. eyes. It's not a, it's not a Superman only thing. You know what I mean? Like, like this is, uh, this was. You know, i right, was
1: kind enough on YouTube to cut together a. Uh, captain marvel man fuck that hold right. so on fuck that all, all, all and all right. link that to you here so that you could see what i'm talking about and then that way you won't think i'm crazy you'll know exactly what i'm talking about i yeah, think you're
3: underable proof there alex jones it's <laughs> oh i got it
1: i got it right here i'm actually queuing it up to put it on skype so that you too uh, Marvel lovers can
2: go ahead and. This has nothing to do it. with it. I've got the
1: proof. Tr- I've got the documents. <laughs>
2: this has nothing to do with the Church of Marvel. Now, this is nothing to do with the religion that is the holy, no, 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 the holy guys. Marvel. Now, think oh, about this, 2nd I'm, I'm
1: getting this ready for you guys so that you are so that you guys can check this out
3: and then you'll I, understand. I'm an, image, I'm an image fan. I don't even know where you get this Marvel shit. <laughs> my back, you know, I'm harder than anything. So the the the, funny,
2: the the funny thing is here, he he he's you know he's bitching about she has glowing eyes and she makes a fist. You know it's funny because Deadpool made fun of the the, the super the superhero like drop when they, they have the superhero stand as they're like jumping from a building or whatever and they oh she's gonna super superhero jump. That's the whole point. Superheroes do these things. These are trademark moves that you're going to well, see in superhero this is movies. Same.
1: It's the same. Technically, it's the same thing, just with a female superhero instead of Superman. So here you guys go. Enjoy it when you get a chance to watch it. I know we're about hey, Jekyll, to do show. You, you, here you go, guys.
3: Jackal, you, you remember when um, Henry Cavill landed in a blockbuster right at the beginning of Man of Steel? Like, he you know what i mean like that's just undeniable proof okay so just because
1: just because yes some of the details are changed it doesn't mean that the story can be is not going to be you know like a copy of man of steel no oh all
3: these little details
1: like a blockbuster video
3: who cares johnny all you have is a balled-up fist and glowing eyes from a character that punches people and has alien powers, too. Somebody
2: got drunk and had good sex last night. That's all I'm saying.
3: No, he had bad sex. That's how angry he is. If he had good sex, he'd be all like, I like Captain Marvel.
2: But they, they were... It depends on what your definition of good sex is. If somebody's balling up a fist and you're that angry the next day.
3: I don't know what kind of sex he had if he was angry about balling up <laughs> fist after it. Woo, boy. Good time. Wow.
1: Yeah, but all I can, what I will say positively about this trailer is it's great to see Zack Snyder colors allowed in superhero films again. What
3: are you talking about when she puts on the red suit? It's like bright red. Like Zack Snyder's red is like this kind of like maroon. You, know, so you
1: can't see that, that that costume is a muted costume compared to all the other colors. You can't tell by watching that trailer that this movie is going to be a lot darker than previous Marvel films. What are you smoking? For real,
3: business smoking. Like, they got Samuel L. Jackson Young in it. Like, I didn't see anything in that trailer that made me think it's going to be some dark, serious, humorless, dead in the eyes, just awful movie like Man of Steel. This looks like it's going to be a regular Marvel movie. It's just going to have a badass girl from space balling up her fist and having glowing eyes, which obviously makes it a complete ripoff of something that a, a guy that I actually appreciate fucked up royally when he tried to do a Superman. So, maybe somebody will redeem these factors for superheroes, and they won't be considered like the Zack Snyder tropes of balled-up fists, because ooh, nobody balls up their fists when they punch somebody. Zack well, Snyder invented that shit.
2: In, in, his, in his defense, we did jump all over him, so let's give him the extra 30 seconds to uh, finish off his rant, and uh, I still want a clear-cut you know, Zack Snyder thought of not somebody else on YouTube, but something that you clearly saw that they ripped off on a of steal. Give me something.
1: Oh, man. It's it's it's,
2: it's, it's tough to come by, right? Because you, you've been watching too much YouTube. Come on, come on. Give me one thing. It's just one. Come on,
3: Nick. If there's all these scenarios that he ripped off, there has to be one besides a balled up fist and glowing eyeballs. I mean, if it was just look, yeah, look,
1: it's a story about a female superhero trying to find that's her it's Henry Cavill, identity yes, and trying to find <laughs> where she, where she, and trying to find where she fits in. It's exactly like Man of Steel. The storyline, the narrative, it's going to be Man of Steel for Marvel. I'm telling you, you just, you just, you, you don't want to see it. Uh, but when it happens, and that's exactly. How it is, you know? People will know that they she heard comes, it here on the round table. She
3: comes to Earth <clears her throat> fully grown and as already a superhero. It's not going to be an origin story about her wandering around being a bumbling buffoon, sticking logs into trucks. No, no. you know what? You know what?
1: Nick Nick Fury's is is playing the playing the Jonathan Kent role in this movie. You think man. he's going to
3: tell her to let? kids die in a bus? you really think they're going to rip that off from the great Snyder? (laughs) Go ahead and let them kids die, boy. That's better than letting them know that you got powers. Like, honestly, you think that that's going to fly in Marvel after Spider-Man Homecoming? I don't know. I don't think so.
2: I can actually kind of see that. Well, these motherfucking kids get the fuck out the motherfucking bus. I'm going to kill some motherfucking younglings because I don't give a I'm Samuel L. Jackson. I don't give a I could see that totally happen. In fact, later on we're going to ask California Guy how he feels about a rejuvenated, young-looking Samuel Jackson because, you know, he is our token. And he's going to tell us how he feels about a rejuvenated Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury in this movie, Captain Marvel, and uh, what his role is in this entire thing. But Zada, you're going to be okay to the next hour. You're going to be able to make it through. Is your heart feeling into
1: it. Yeah, I'm fine.
2: Okay, good. Johnny, you have anything else to say on this topic? Because I think you might have a no, I, I
3: well, Aside from I thought that the trailer was... I don't know. I didn't really know what to expect from this. Like, I love Captain Marvel. I like I really liked the Kelly Sue DeConnick run of the book. So I, when they were announced this film, since we didn't really – we had one Cree show up in the universe so far with Ronan. So I didn't know that, like, the whole Fox thing was going to go through so fast. So when I saw the Cree and I saw the scrolls in the trailer, I, I got to say I got a little bit of a fanboy chubby, man. Like, I, those are things that I didn't think would be seen in the Marvel Universe. And, yeah, they're going to jigger around with her um, – backstory a little bit, and she's already like a space cop and working in space when that's not really how it happened in the comics, but I don't really care. I, I think it looks fun. I think um, Brie Larson looks up to the part. I was uh, kind of worried uh, about... Uh, her. Uh, Seriously?
2: No, 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 no. We're, we're not talking about Henry Cavill. Continue.
3: Continue I, I, she, I, I think that she looks like she's going to pull it off pretty well. I don't know how well it's going to be because most of the introductory Marvel solo films, I don't really care too much for. It's usually the sequels <laughs> I think are great, but this one looks like it might actually be up there with, like, the first Guardians and the first Iron Man, you know, like, really good for a solo film, maybe.
2: Solo film? you suck your ass. The Dude, man. I'm not
3: even a Marvel Marvel fan. Like, I'm waiting for them to start making image movies, which they're not doing because DC can't get their shit together and keeps pumping out garbage. I'm waiting for Valiant and Dark Horse and all these other comics to get their company, get, start getting movies. But uh, nobody's going to invest in them when half of Big Two can't get their head out of their asses and actually make a watchable film. So, Marvel's all I have at the moment. Sorry about that.
2: Yep. And I'm enjoying the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now it's my turn to uh, rent for a minute. And I will say that I enjoyed the trailer. I at no point thought of Superman or Man of Steel or Henry Cavill when I was looking at the beauty of this Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I thought of, gee, this looks interesting. Uh, It has that feel of an Avengers movie has that feel of a Marvel Universe cinematic movie. Um, I thought it looked aesthetically on point with everything else they've been doing in, in the Marvel Universe. Uh, the trailer made me chuckle a couple times. It was a, a, a long teaser, but it was a teaser. They didn't give us a, you know a whole lot to go with, really. They teased us. <laughs> Uh, which was good. Uh, I like seeing Samuel Jackson because Black Don't Crack. And he looked great in the trailer. He looked young and then, it's
1: I, CGI jackal.
2: I was going there. The CGI is getting so much better these days until I was really interrupted. But, uh, the CGI is getting so much better these days that they can have a young looking. Nick Fury in there, and it's still played by Samuel Jackson. They will gotta go and recast, or none of that nonsense, with Danny Glover, some
3: new-age new actor. So, Danny Glover's, like, older than Samuel L. Jackson, though, dude. Oh, you talk talking about Donald Glover, okay.
2: Yeah, 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 Donald, well, yeah, see, it's confusing, because Donald, Donnie, Danny, whatever. Joey... Jordan and
3: Jonathan,
2: Yeah, whatever. I can see that. There you go, your new kids obsession. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Shout out to the cold cuts, I see that. Uh, so anyway, uh, my, uh, my assessment is the trailer looked cool. I liked it. Uh, it got me a little bit more excited for it. I've been excited for Captain Marvel since I heard they're doing the Captain Marvel movie. So I, I liked the casting. Um, hey, look, I like Shazam's trailer also, I like the Captain Marvel trailer, I think these movies are cool, we don't have to argue about which is better, you can be a fan of both, and you can enjoy both, I don't understand this fanboy, uh, argument that we keep having where, oh no, it's Marvelicious DC, listen, get it over with, you're never getting your Snyder Cut, it's over, done, move on. Let's see if DC now can make some real movies. Shazam looks good. Algo looks like it's dead on arrival. But, hey, things happen. We still yeah. have Wonder Woman 2, 1984 or whatever. Uh, hey, ironically enough, isn't it the other Karate Kid came out?
3: I was three at the
2: time, so I'm not sure. I thought you would know that. But, anyway, that's uh <laughs> Shout-out to the Karate Kid. Now, uh, moving on. What else do we have on the round table, Johnny? Because... I don't want to linger you too much on this one issue.
3: Okay, before we get back to comic book stuff, I'm going to go with the um. We get a first look at what the new Chucky looks like in the Child's Play remake. You guys get a look at that picture in the story I sent. I saw it, and um, let me awesome. tell you, I'm going to
2: let uh, I, I'm going to let Zarratt have a breather on this one. I'm going to let you get uh, first dibs on this one, Johnny. What did you think of it?
3: I think that like what Todd just kind of said in the background there, it looks exactly the same. It's kind of like when they just showed the new Hellboy. I'm like, did he just kind of really looks like Hellboy? You know, like this Chucky. I- like he might have different hair. I don't know. You just kind of see a really close up of the face, yep. and the hair looks like it might be shorter. That's about the only real difference I can I can make from it. Now I don't know if you guys did they, anything
2: else, the announcer's doing the voice of Chucky because to me, that's more important
3: to be honest. No, everything I can see just says that they have a picture out of what he, he looks like. No okay. replacement of Brad Dourif yet, which is going to be key. I agree.
2: I mean, if they don't nail that, they might just would not even release this film.
3: Well, they wild. should get Tom Hardy with the Bane voice. <laughs> I'm choking. I'm gonna kill you, Forever, Andy. Oh
1: uh, yeah, that would be intelligent. <laughs> they should do that. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs>
2: Gentlemen, at this point, it's not a bad idea.
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, let, and, and, and I'm gonna jump in real quick because I'm pretty sure that's all you have for this one, uh, Johnny. Oh gentlemen. yeah, that,
3: that, I nailed. That's all of it, man. Yeah.
2: You got it. Let me jump in real quick. At this point, we've seen you know three good Chucky movies, which is the first three. Then we've seen what three or four. Bad Chucky movies have gone from bad to worse. And now they think a remake is going to help. Well, let's see. If they can nail the actor's voice, if it's not be the same actor, that's fine. But, you know, Dorf is Chucky. Uh, this feels like uh, Nightmare on Elm all over again, where they, you know, they remade it. The actor was a good actor at the time we knew who he was when they were making the movie. Uh, but once the movie came out, it was a horrible reboot. I hope this doesn't have the same effect as that. I hope it's not a, a terrible reboot. But if it is, you know, they can always go back to the wall because, uh, like, Chucky, like, Freddie, like, Jason, like, all these movies, you can just go back and recon and go back and redo. Look at Halloween, for crying out loud. It's ridiculous. It's like Hollywood can come up with a cool, brand-new... Last year, like badass, like a Jason Freddy or Chucky, they just got to go back to the well. They keep, you know, raping our childhood. But hey, I'll be there with my books when you watch it. You think I about have. maybe
3: get Christian Bale to do the voice? He's pretty fucking scary. You know what I mean? Like he could do yeah. it. Like, but that, that, I don't think they'd ever get him. He'd be like, he'd get all crazy.
1: Get off my voodoo! They need to get. They need to get Nicolas Cage to voice him for real. That would stop be... screwing around. Get Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage could do it. He could do totally nuts. It would be awesome.
3: I'd buy that for a dollar.
2: Actually, they should just get. um
3: I've
1: heard that Chucky's going to be a robot in this one. He's going to be a robot doll. It's not even going to be the same type
2: of type of doll for the. What well, they just need to do is put uh, like a wig on uh, Val Kilmer because he's look. He looks freaky as hell now. But just put a wig on him and. But he's not he's short just, enough.
3: Yeah, then they need to get Tom Cruise. Hello, to to
2: CGI. Did you not see Lord of the Rings?
1: <laughs> wow, a CGI chuck you made out of Val Kilmer.
3: That's hilarious. It would be cheaper than, was than Tom Cruise, so it'll work.
2: I don't know if the Church of Scientology will allow him, though. That is the only oh, problem. No.
3: Yeah, that's what I, and like, it would be too expensive. Like, they, they, get, hiring Tom Cruise for a movie would probably be tw- as much as the budget for this child's play film is. So, yeah, no, like, like, I was saying, like, it's cheaper to probably get Val Kilmer and just Lord of the Rings CGI him to look like a dwarf.
2: A hey, Brad Dwarf. Anyway, what's next on the round table there, Johnny
3: Alpha? Okay, I'm gonna try to avoid DC for a little while again. And we have, Thank you. um, we have the, um, Chloe Zhao is to direct the a new Marvel movie Eternals, which I mean I'm a huge fanboy and I've never heard of this comic book. So like it, it'll be neat, you know what I mean? It'll be like even like how most people felt when they saw Guardians of the Galaxy for me, you know what I mean? This is like, whoa, this is new. <laughs> but how do you guys feel about it?
2: Um, Zara, do you calm down enough to uh go on point on this one? And uh yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I'm not really looking forward to it, as I have not read the comic books, I have not really paid much attention to it, um, as far as I can tell, it sounds interesting, but, I mean, I really don't care, so, yeah, that's
2: Very, uh, cold cuts of you, by the way, good, uh, Right,
1: review. right, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. I was gonna say, I'm gonna go cold cuts on this one, cause I don't know enough, enough about it, and I don't wanna sound stupid, so, uh. Yeah,
2: I don't care. I want to, uh, give my two cents. I'm like in the middle of between you two. I care, but yet I don't care. And <laughs> the reason. <laughs> the reason I say that is because I care enough because it's a Marvel movie, and obviously this is going to tie in somehow to the MCU. So I care on that regard. Um, and I, I care, uh, because. Uh, it is, I, and I got the same vibe Johnny got where, you know, it's kind of like, well, we can't give you right now volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy, so here. We tried within with Inhumans, but that was completely out of garbage, and we're not gonna do that again on, on Netflix or the cinema, cause we, we can. You know, Inhumans just is, is a terrible idea for cinema. Um uh, so that's scrapped. So why not? Let's try something different. And, and for that alone, I, I, give Marvel credit because at least they're trying something new, something different. And what did I say last time we did the show, guys? People like new stuff. And this is at least something new, something different. And, uh, you know, I, I, I give Marvel props. While they're still, so, uh, you know, while people like Zod Rider are still arguing about the Snyder cuts and trying to get Man of Steel 2 done, Marvel at least is bringing in, you know, new characters. So, shout outs to Marvel for that. And, uh, moving on. What's, uh, next on the round table there? Turn the alpha.
3: What? i like to throw in that it's cool that it's going to be another space, like, superhero team. You know what I mean? Right. It's going to be another celestial comic brought to film, which I don't think we get enough of. That's why, like, if, Mar- if DC was to announce that they were going to do another lantern thing, which they kind of been hinting at but haven't got off their asses to do, I'd actually give a rat's ass. If they tried to do Lobo or anything like that, I would be excited. I. I am so bored to death of Superman and Batman. So, like, like you said, this is something new. It's something. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. Like, obviously, honestly, I, I, I don't know if it's new or what, but I've never heard of the Eternals. But whatever. It's. I'm like, you, Jackal. I don't care, but I care at the same time. But
2: I care. Here's why. Uh, you know, and I'm gonna piggyback real quick before we move on to the next story. One thing, uh, and this is where Henry Cavill like really messed up and screwed himself out of the Superman, uh, role, if he was smart, which apparently he's not, he would have done what DC asked of him, because let's be honest, uh, you could, you just came off of, uh, three shitty Superman films, um, if they're telling you, hey, listen, buddy, we lost epic amount of money because, you know, your movie sucked, but we want to keep you in a cameo role for now, right, uh, here's, you know, do a couple minutes on Shazam, do a couple minutes on, uh, you know, uh, Aquaman, uh, do a couple minutes on, on this brand new, you know, never seen before, uh, it's the TFC of superheroes from the comic book world, whatever that might be, whether it's the Flash movie or whether it's Green Lantern Corp, you know, whatever, you know, something that we haven't really seen cinematically. Uh, you know, just do it, man, and you'll eventually, you know, maybe do a Man of Steel two or or another solo Superman movie. But you know, he kind of screwed himself out of the Superman picture because he thinks he's he's you know badass. Along the way, he could have done his James Bond, his Witcher, and build up that resume and build his you know his own uh you know his own uh what do you call it uh you know worth up. For DC to be able to say, okay, it's worth giving you all this money. Plus, now you're even more entrenched in the DCU. But he decided that to go that right and, and still people want more of that guy. Like, I'm glad he's out of the picture, because apparently the only thing he cares about is money and being wooden on live cinema. He doesn't care about anything else, uh, and now there's talk about him and Bond, which boggles my mind. But anyway... um Again, I care because it's uh, it's Marvel. I care because it's DC. I'm a fan of both, and I want to see both prosper. I want to see both uh, have success, and I love what Marvel does. They give us new characters, and at the same time, you have you know epic actors like Robert Downey Jr. and Samuel Jackson who take back end roles and cameo roles in their movies. Not a big twist. It's of course you know they made money in their movies. Henry Cavill didn't, so that's the the big you know difference. But listen, you make one cameo, the next one they pay you a little bit more, and the next one they pay you a little bit more. But no, he's you know, he's a greedy Brit. So you know things happen.
3: So let's well, have Sam Jackson. Right. Be- Sam Jackson became one of the biggest names of the franchise with only doing cameos. I mean, he's never had like a leading role in any of the films. You know, in the clo- yeah, so. And you hear him complaining or bitching about it. So,
2: and he's, you know, let, let's be honest. Uh, Henry Cavill, Samuel Jackson, who's the biggest star? Oh. Sam, yeah, right. So who, who should be demanding more money? Right? Ben Affleck, he needs it. He's, he's, well, he's going to rehab. <laughs> yeah, at this point with his drinking, he might need all the money. Shit. <laughs> Anyway, that's my take, that's the end of that. Now, moving on, what's next in the roundtable, buddy?
3: Okay. Um. Oh, I just um, – this popped into my head. I didn't actually find it on the site, but I remember hearing this earlier this week. Um, Disney actually announced that they're going to be doing new Marvel streaming shows for their streaming sites, and they're actually going to get, like, Tom Hiddleston to do a, a Loki show and um, Elizabeth Olsen to do a Scarlet Witch show. I was wondering how you guys would have kind of felt about that, especially –
2: that's interesting, uh, you know, Loki is, uh, it's a character that started off as a villain, I, I, a villain I didn't like, the first time I saw Loki on, uh, Thor 1, I just thought he was kind of a pointless, uh, throwaway villain, uh, but over time, and after a few cameos, and after seeing him, you know, Henry Cavill, wink, wink, after seeing him and doing other things, I think he, uh, you know, Completely redeemed himself, and by the end of Thor Ragnarok, I love the character of Loki now. And at Avengers, I love him even more. And, you know, he he did what he did. And, uh, we might never see him again. Shame. This will be a great way to see Loki, the character, again. Uh, I'm, I'm all in. I'm 100% in on this. I think it's a cool idea. Uh, Zod Rider, what are your thoughts? Uh,
1: they're not gonna get me on another streaming service. I'm, uh, not interested i don't care what marvel does they won't get me for another uh, streaming service that's it's just it's too much okay. they're they're you know they they can take they can take their new they can take their new shows and just totally shove them up their asses because guess what i got netflix their their shows are doing okay on netflix we don't need another streaming service for more marvel shows
3: so are you so, actually so are you actually excited for Daredevil season 3 coming next month? I was going to ask you about that sometime tonight.
1: I am because I've been because I've watched both seasons of Daredevil. Yeah, but so of course realize, I want to see Daredevil season three.
2: You realize that all this Marvel stuff is going to eventually be on on their streamer, right? Well, when that happens, I'll be
1: out because I'm not I'm not joining their streaming service. They they can kiss my ass. That that's it. And you know what? I'm a little and while we're on the subject of streaming services, I'm a little ticked off at the DC Universe streaming service too, because they're there's it's supposed to be seven dollars and ninety nine cents a month and they charge you tax. I've never seen a streaming service that charges you tax. That's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. So it's really not $7.99 a month because you pay tax on it. And Lord only knows what the tax will be from month to month. So there you know so that's that's not a good thing either. So, yeah, I'm pretty tapped out when it comes to the streaming services.
2: So not only are they uh, fucking us with bad movies, now that we're being fucked with their streamer also. Well, there you go. More reasons not to continue to support DCEU.
3: I don't know. I'm really excited for the Doom Patrol show, man. When they got Brendan Fraser to do Robot Man, like, I'm down.
2: I'm 100% in on that, yes. I'm 100% in on Brendan Fraser's Robot Man, Doom Patrol 110%, 110%, even though I, I, and I know you're And
1: I know you're looking forward to Titans, too, Jackal, because we know what a Robin fan you are.
2: So That's a big negative, sir, But Doom Patrol, that's where the money's at.
3: <laughs> I figured you'd no. be with Titans with your name, Joseph Todd, you big Je- um, Jason Todd fan. That's going to be I the think, Robin we have in the show. So I've, I've...
2: I think that was a bit just light on me, uh, Johnny. I don't think he was serious about that joke. Hmm.
3: So, anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited for Titans. I think it looks pretty rad from what I've seen from it so far. I mean, can, I don't you, know I'm
2: gonna... can you confirm my assessment there, as write it?
3: <laughs> I don't think I... I'm just
1: kidding. I don't know. I think I yeah, I think Titans looks pretty cool. So I am gonna See? watch
2: it. There you go, I'm right. hundred percent. Moving on. All right, so <laughs> Oh man. I'm Move gonna on. watch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching
1: at the library, most likely. But no, yeah. I, I got no. DC's got me. DC's got me
3: locked in. Those bastards with their. I can tell. It was a tax. The, the, how did the tax come out to be, man? Like, how much is it? It was. But, it
1: wasn't much. It was only like seventy-two cents. But that's not the. Point. Oh my God! You cheap bastard! <laughs> it's the principle, man. It's the principle <laughs> of it. If I if I if I'm being told I'm paying seven dollars and ninety-nine cents a month, that's how much I expect to pay. Not eight dollars and whatever. I don't. I, I don't understand what they're what they're doing. No other streaming service is doing that. At least not yet.
2: Well, they're the doing it
1: for
3: the comic book fans because it's kind of like when you go to the comic book store and you're like looking at the new Prestige Batman book. Batman, damn! Yeah, but they're thing. not
1: giving me access to the new Prestige Batman book. They're giving me access to a bunch of. See, they're supposed to give you access to the whole DC library of comics, which is something else that they're misrepresenting because. They're only giving you access to uh, certain issues, no old issues, whatever issues they feel like giving you that particular month. They're not giving you, you know, the latest issues that you that you want to see. No, you still got to buy those. You can't even access those on the DC app, at least not yet. I don't know. It's still new. So
3: shenanigans, shenanigans! Time to get the brooms out and beat them bastards. Call man, it, let's... call
2: it for what it is, shenanigans
3: shenanigans on dc it's
2: crazy
1: and and then and then all the content that they have on there about the only thing right now that's really worth a damn as far as video is the full hd 1080p version of uh, batman the animated series which is coming out on blu-ray very shortly so
3: it's a cartoon i don't understand why you need to see it in 1080p it doesn't look any better than the 720 does like
1: you know no it's looking great i mean it really does look look amazing
3: No, so i already own the DVDs, so i'm not gonna pay more to see them in a slightly higher <laughs> no i
1: mean it really does look good I'm, it looks amazing i, I have to admit I, I think it i think it looks the best it's ever looked but that's that's just me i like when they do the uh when they do the digital cleanup and they restore the and remaster the prints and but stuff. it's a but digital cartoon, cartoon man no it's not it was shot on film you're not you're not, on film. you're not a fan but you're not even a fan of that jackal i mean uh johnny when it comes to anime you hate when they when they go in and clean up the anime and restore it and put it on well
3: because they over color correct it man they, especially the older ones that i really but like the no, that but they they see love.
1: here's the thing there's no there's no with those kinds of stuff those kinds of things there's no specific vision for color correcting. I mean the color correction that they threw I, when they threw it out on video or on DVD at the time, isn't exactly what the creator of the anime envisioned. It's just how it ended up looking, based on how they did the post processing and stuff.
3: It doesn't matter. Way. It doesn't. It, it, I, I grew up looking at it and seeing it looking a certain way, and now that 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 red is now purple, it pisses me off, man. Like it was. It was, it a, was a crummy. Films don't,
1: like films, don't, films don't have that though. They get rid of whatever tint that existed for the when. And it was released originally, and it's all. It looks all you know the way it was. In- it looks Willy
3: Wonka Charlie Chocolate Factoryed out, and it doesn't look like how it used to. And I hate it, man. That's just how it goes. I don't like over-colored <laughs> direction.
1: So, did you get the new uh, Devil Man OVA the the uh, Blu Ray with the original with the old uh, Devil Man episodes?
3: I, I, I saw it, but like, it also um, offers a regular definition DVD version of it. So, like. I'm covered. (laughs) So, even if I did like the the coloration of the new 1080p Blu ray Mm. version of it, like I can still watch it in my crappy 720 the way I like it.
2: Guys, with that said, we're going to go on break. When we come back, California guy uh, wants to join us. Pizza. Pizza. Well, somebody wants pizza. All right. Good job. We'll be right back right here on the Roundtable Show. This is live <laughs> PSN Radio. Somebody's about to have some pizza. And, uh, we're gonna have California guy on the air, hopefully. And, uh, we'll get his two cents of what we've talked about. We've got more news, including, uh, a, a nice rendition of The Joker. Stick around. We'll be right back. Nice rendition. It's a bird
0: Homepage.com That is messed up, yo. all
2: All right, everybody, we're back on PSN Radio with the Roundtable Show Live. And uh, we took a little longer there because uh, we're back with a special guest for the second hour. A guy who used to be a regular, he is now a regular with, uh, myself on the, uh, emergency show part of, uh, the roundtable, which we do, uh, every once on YouTube. The one, the only California guy. What's,
0: What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I, I was just, actually, when you were calling, I was just reading an article, actually. I see that, uh, Zaha Ryder's friend ran off, uh, Jeff John off of Twitter. I was just reading that just a few minutes ago. So I'm reading that they, they ran off. Uh, Jeff Johnson said by the Snyder fans, you know they they ran this guy off, man. That's messed up. And these guys. Are well,
1: the I'm glad Jeff Jones Johns left Twitter. I think that that's I think that that's awesome. Jeff Johns needs to stay off Twitter. Him he's and Ryan
2: Johnson needs to stay off Twitter. And <laughs> What did Jeff King?
3: do? Aside from aside from how awful Doomsday Clock is, what did Jeff Johns do? And aside from Jeff never Jones. writing a good comic book, what did he do?
1: Jeff Johns is horrible, dude. Don't get me started on Jeff Johns. I'll take
3: a. Oh, Hal, he had the best. Hey, Hal,
1: but he had the
0: best of uh, JSA comic book for twelve years. Come on, I mean, I, I agree with you to an extent. He shouldn't have the position that he got, but that man's had beautiful comic books for
1: twelve years. He made he was JSA. a good writer until he he was a good writer until he did Doomsday Clock and then decided to get into the yeah. movies. That that's yeah. what ruined him, but. I don't Flash, know. I hope he
3: Hawkman was cool. That's all I'll give him. Hawkman Hawk Hawk was His cool. Black Adam. He Vibe Black Adam. He did cool Oh, thank cool God stuff. for that. He gave the Rock a yeah. job. Good for him. <laughs>
2: yeah. <true>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't we don't know that yet because he's been employed to play Black Adam for the last like decade and a half since well, he was yeah, like, he I mean, is,
1: years. since and they
2: you know, yeah, since he was with the Nation of Domination. They're like, yeah, Black adam said n- nothing. You know,
1: Henry Cavill was still still Superman and everything,
3: bro. Dude,
2: Henry Cavill was in the middle of the set of Hellraiser Part 6 when they were talking about The Rock as Black Adam.
3: He okay. was in Hell World. That's part nine. He was in part nine.
2: Whatever, six, nine, sixty-nine. It's all the same shit to me anyway. Yeah,
3: actually, I, I rewatched that since our last show, and he he actually is kind of funny in that. That might actually be his best acting is in Hellraiser, Hell because I have the whole collection <laughs> and I went and pulled it out because I wanted to see the one that he was in because I don't remember him being in any of them. And like he's like this goofy guy that just kind of like wants to bang the one main chicken, and he's actually pretty good at it. You know, like they played to a strength. Hold on, like, hold
2: on. And, you actually uh, you rewatched that movie?
3: Oh yeah, I watch all the Hellraisers all the time. Just to remember how bad they are. Wow. Except for the first three, I like the first three a lot. Let's of not, let's not it, yeah.
2: We're going to, need to continue it, that, yeah. that. Yeah, we're going to continue that conversation. Now, Caligat, did you hear anything that we were talking about the first hour? Because we we uh, went on a little rant that uh, went a little bit longer than I thought it was going to go there, and uh, we all gave our two cents to uh, those news topics. You got anything to add on before we move on?
0: Uh, I didn't hear part of it. Uh, you have to brush me up. I, I'm sorry. I didn't hear a lot give
2: him the, of it. Give me uh, the first couple of topics we uh, ran down there, journey.
3: We talked about um the Captain Marvel trailer. We talked about the, the look of the new Chucky. We talked about the Marvel streaming service and the Marvel Eternals film that's in the works now.
0: Oh, okay. I can chime in on that then. Yeah, the Miss Marvel trailer, to me, I know people are going to get mad it looked it looked good. I mean, the teaser it didn't look bad for me, you know. It's a teaser, so it looked good. So I, I'm not gonna say that it's weak, like other people are trying to say because they don't know the characters. So but, right you know, it was a teaser. It was a teaser, uh, uh, um, and that's it, you know. And
3: you can't really make nothing out of it. So
0: how do you know you I, I'm about about you it? Just, Thank how'd you. How do you feel about
3: seeing the scrolls, man? How do you feel about seeing the scrolls, Daryl? I uh, love the scrolls. You know, you you should already
0: know. That's the question you asked to ask. I loved it. I like the fact that the scrolls is in the movie. I like the plot lines that's going to be potentially in it. I kind of know enough about the movie, so I like the scrolls. I think the dude that's from Star Wars and playing Rogue One, I think he's going to be a perfect uh villain for. Who? Uh, uh, Samuel
2: Jackson. He has a name. Samuel L. Jackson.
0: No, yeah. no, no. I'm trying to think of his name. I kept. I think it was in the prequels. Hello.
3: The, the the dude that was in Rogue One. The can't little remember French his name guy. guy.
2: Oh, yeah. But at least isn't he Peruvian? Yeah, he's Latino of some kind, but I still yeah. His friend. He's, he's, one of, his friend. he's
3: one. He's one. He's
2: one of my guys. He's Latino. Yeah. The, no.
0: Yeah. No. No. Not the Latino guy. The old guy that was the villain that killed uh, at the 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 villain in Rogue One. The guy. Uh, that old the, he played in uh Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Ah, uh, 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 yeah, like yeah, movie.
2: yeah. Uh, Tom. Uh, Ed, he has a similar name Tom Edelson mm-hmm. or some crap like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, he's a villain. Yeah, he, so, that guy's—he's—he's you know, a, uh, a, a really good actor, and I always forget his name, which yeah. is, it's a shame.
0: Yeah, he—he's he, a villain in it, so I—I I support the movie. I—I I support it. I, I like the stuff that I'm seeing and I'm hearing about it. They did good casting with Brie Lawson anyway. So you know, they filmed it on Edward's face. So I think it's a good. It's going to be a good movie. It's going to give like fans kind of a plot. You know, you'll get the basics like from Iron Man One. If anybody's seen, remember Iron Man One. The record that Nick Ferry was. At any about. point, did that you get? Did,
2: did you get a Man of Steel vibe at any point?
0: No, no, I no, I didn't get no man. To Thank tell you. you. I didn't get a Man of Steel. I didn't get a Man of Steel vibe to it. I mean. To, to compare it to Man of Steel, you know, I, or Superman, you know, in fact, I think you're doing it injustice comparing it to Superman because there's, you know, I, I don't see anything that's Superman in the movie to be honest with you. Not that kind of movie. So I don't, see, maybe because I've read this Marvel, I've read so, so many years of this Marvel, I didn't get a Superman vibe to the movie. I got more of you know, if anything you want to compare it to some maybe Wonder Woman, maybe maybe that, but I, I didn't get a Superman I got Captain America by the way. I got a Captain yes. America vibe. But yep. I didn't get I didn't get no Superman vibe. Maybe First Avenger. But Superman, no, nah, I didn't I didn't really get that out of that movie. You know. Again yeah. it was a teaser, so I don't know, but the, you know, if they do a longer trailer, then you know, maybe, but you know, I know Don Roger me and him debated that already, that issue about the Man of Steel vibe, but I, I didn't really get that out of that movie. So I just got that with a typical Marvel MCU origin story kind yeah. of movie. That's what now, I thought.
2: it, it, it. it, it well, does have, Yeah, got to admit, it does have a little bit of a throwback feel to it, which it was fine. I mean, I didn't have an issue with that it because it's supposed to be, you know, an introduction to a character. So we're not going to be bombarded with all the Avengers stuff right off the, the bat with the trailer, and it's a teaser kind of out loud.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, a teaser, so fans just need to stop it, you know, and just wait until you get kind of a full trailer to it, um, then you kind of can really explore, but yeah, you got a retro, and and I like the time period too, by the way, the time period in the 90s, that's not a decade that's really touched on, Right. you back to either the early 70s, like they did with X-Men with 1973, uh, Kong Island nineteen seventy three. They got Wonder Woman, eighty four, which that these particular years are getting plucked into all these nostalgic movies like nineteen eighty four. You had it with Stranger Things, you had it with X Apocalypse with eighty three. So they keep playing with that eighty and you had this horror movie called Summer of Eighty Four that just yep. came out.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Mandy and Mandy with Mandy with Nicholas Cage takes place in nineteen eighty three as well.
3: Yeah, we're not talking we're not really? gonna tear down good things though. Good things <laughs> like don't because that didn't even really play on a member bearing nostalgia bullshit like what Daryl's talking about. Like Daryl's talking about like that ready player one nostalgia bait crap. Ooh. Mandy didn't go into that at all. It was just like No, but
1: it does a good job of establishing the time period that it's in though at the very beginning. So,
2: so Yeah, um, I'll give you that. that. Uh, before we, uh, you know, go on and on and run out of time, what else, uh, do, you know, that we miss here in the first hour that you might want to, uh, throw or two cents in on? Uh,
0: the Disney Stream, and I, I comment on Disney Stream real quick, too. You mentioned that. That Disney Stream, that, it might be good again, because I, I, I see the WB Stream kind of failing, uh, to look at the, the, the DC Stream, because when it comes to those kind of, uh, internet apps, at- You know, you want to make sure the content is kind of flowing. I think that was a mistake calling it a DC stream. They should have just did a Warner Brothers stream, like a Warner Brothers play, similar to Disney. That way you could have had the DC section, you could have like a conjuring section, police cab, whatever, that's WB related, WB TV. I think that would have been better for your money instead of, you know, yeah, because you know why? Because you're going to get the team type. Okay, that's good. But then after that, you may get Doom Patrol. So they would have to literally create new content every other month and see if you already got these apps. Uh, the Disney Stream might work over the, and I'm not trying to be biased with Disney, but it might work as a consumer because you're going to get, uh, 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 ESPN if you're a sports fan. You're going to get the Marvel stuff. I think the Marvel stuff might be weak. Uh, you may get Star Wars. That might be weak also, unless you got the animation. But you're going to get a couple of big things on it. If you got small kids, you know, you gotta have Disney Kitty, Dizzy stuff, Disney XD, all that stuff there. So the Disney stream might work out better. DC just needs to put in more stuff. They gotta put in if you're D dude, players, You forget you forget you, for,
2: you forget though, you forget Disney just bought Fox Studios and all its content. So you have also the Simpsons, married with children. The X-Files, all the seasons of these fabulous shows. The Simpsons is like going on season 29 by itself. So that's a huge amount of content right there. And uh, Fox Studios has a huge library, which we're all missing out on here. Where do you think that's going to go? Into the Disney stream, so I mean, I think Disney's going to be huge. I mean, we're talking about it now, like mm-hmm. it's a it's a baby stream. But when you think about it, you know, Walt Disney World, you know, the that company would not spend those billions on Fox Studios for just Star Wars rights or for a couple of rights of the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. No, there's hundreds of thousands of titles within the Fox Studios, within the TV yeah. universe, which they're all going to carry over now. And I'm pretty sure some of that stuff is going to be tied into maybe Netflix, Hulu and some of the yeah. other, these other companies. But whatever is not tied in will automatically go into the Disney stream. And over time, yeah. they're going to get these rights back because that's what Disney wants. Yeah. That's how you conquer this universe. I see Netflix yeah, exactly. going out of, dude, I see Netflix possibly going out of business. If, 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 if they'll continuously pump out original content. You know, uh, on a basis that you know, just boggles the mind, because you're going to lose the, the Marvel Universe. Bro, bro. They're going to lose all these other content that belongs bro. to Disney.
1: N- bro, not to cut you off, but Netflix is worth more is worth more than Comcast and is yes, almost. as big as Disney? I understand right now. that, but
2: I understand that. But when these rights start reverting back to to Disney and they get their streamer up and going, Netflix is a one-trick pony. The only reason they've gotten this big is because Netflix has
1: gotten big because of their original content. Now they uh, yeah, know,
3: but the quality and all that is
2: that's bullshit. The real, that's bullshit. That's only half of it because originally. They were the only game in town that did this kind of streaming. Mm-hmm. Now there's a lot what? of other games. Hey, hey, of Go ahead. About I, I, you
0: got a good and bad with Netflix. My thing is, is shout out to, I don't want to plug his show, uh, I just said Campia. One thing Campia said about Netflix, it's like Walmart. I agree with that terminology. I usually don't agree with John Campia, but it, Netflix is like Walmart. Yep. They, they got good stuff on there, but you know, they got a lot of movies. Like, for example, my problem with Netflix is they took a lot of indie movies off. They're buying up indie movies and they're placing it on just Netflix exclusive now. They're doing that and then they're creating new content. Now with Fox, WB, now Warner Brothers have been pumping out content on Netflix recently because I've been seeing a lot of want I don't know if they made a deal. So there's a lot of Warner Brothers content. Then you have Hulu. So you got Hulu and the, now Hulu is going to be interesting because Disney owns part of Hulu. Disney is invested in Hulu. Well, Disney, they've
2: always owned part of Hulu. Now they own 60 to 70%, I think it is, of Hulu. So now they have the majority now.
0: Yeah, so, but, but Netflix, they, like you said, they would have to continue pumping out new content. I mean, it depends on what the content is for Netflix, too. So, I, again, these it's dangerous with these different streams, though, like Disney, the WB streams, because they risk people not maybe watching it. See, that's the the problem with their – see, Netflix still may have an, a slight advantage over the WB – I mean, over Disney Play, because they still have the options to get many different contents, where Disney is going to have – just be a one-trick pony. So, it depends. Am I as a consumer going to sit back and watch? If I like ESPN, I like sports, then possibly I get of um, uh, of the dizzy play. If Marvel runs out of steam, which I think Marvel will eventually for live action, then you may not want to watch. So it depends. So you know, this stuff is all new. I don't want to be quick to say that Netflix is in trouble. I think I kind of agree with John. Ryder. This is going to be uh, Netflix is worth more than Comcast so they can afford to do anything. I wouldn't be surprised if Disney Play merges with Netflix. I I wouldn't be surprised at that. So we'll see.
2: I doubt Disney will ever merge with with Netflix. Eventually, they might buy out Netflix once their stock drops. Uh, you know, and uh, they have all the Marvel Cinematic Universe over on Disney's uh, streamer. Which I don't know. You know, you bring up Hulu, and that's a great question. What exactly exactly is going to happen to Hulu? Because if Disney gets the streamer going. Their direct competition is something they own, which is Hulu. So what's going to happen? One prediction I have, though, is that Hulu's going to become, like, a streamer for them to, you know, create original content in the sci-fi genre and maybe in comedy or something like that and or more serious content that they don't exactly want on their Disney stream. So you might get, like, the, the more serious, maybe the thrillers, the horror... Yeah. You know, the sci-fi stuff on Hulu, and then Disney will carry over all more of the kid-friendly stuff, and, and you know, they'll split, up, they'll split things up like that. That I get kind of see.
0: But, yeah, look at this, too, with Disney, and, and not to tell it too long, but you got to look at what keeps their stuff thriving, though, every day. What keeps Disney thriving is ABC. ABC keeps them thriving. So that's what is really on who? That's their basis. It's really just ABC. So it's like Good One in America, all their little ABC produced shows. So, I mean, it's, again, what does Disney have after the ABC? Unless they're going to put more ABC content throughout those, the, uh, uh, Disney play. I mean, again, you're gonna get the Marvel part, but then you're gonna get Star Wars, and well, we'll see. I, I don't want to be. I want to see what they put on there first. Just like I had to see with uh uh, uh DC. So we'll see. I, I don't know right now. I don't want to be too quick to say that Disney has won. You know, because you, and you're right about the Fox stuff. They got that too. So to be fair, they got Fox. So I don't know how they incorporate all that. So that's gonna be interesting. I mean, in the just a here
2: just think about all the, the Fox-related films. Not only really that, I mean, they, you know, they, they've gained rights to, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, part of it, they have rights to, like, the X-Men Universe, Deadpool. I mean, all that stuff's going to end up going to the Disney stream, not to Netflix. And that's now, I mean, these are huge properties which you're going to stream over on Disney or on Hulu. One or the other is going to carry it. I still say Hulu is going to become the more serious, maybe the more hardcore of the two streams. or the
0: it, it, it should be Fox, in my opinion. I think Hulu should still be regulated for Fox. Not that I don't think they're going to do like because when you talk about Fox, you talk about Alien, you're talking about
2: yeah, movie Star shows Wars. Like Atlanta, Look, the original Atlanta. six Star Wars films were all Fox uh, releases, so why are they? No, I don't see
0: them. I don't now, see Disney Play putting Atlanta on there, Shadowland, and different things like that. So I, I don't see it at this you- point. That's just me.
2: You know, it's cool though, guys, real quick, not to cut you off, but, uh, you know, we're short on time, but, uh, now, going forward, if they do more Star Wars movies, which they're gonna slow down apparently, that's something we haven't touched on, but, um, they can actually add the, uh, the Fox logo in the beginning of the, other uh, movies now again. And say it's just, dis- you know, distributed by Fox Disney, because that's what it is, they're the same company now. Uh, so for nostalgic reasons alone, there would be episode 9. We'll have that, uh, Fox logo in the very beginning again, like we we're, you know, all used to seeing the original Trumpet, six movies. The trumpets yeah. Back, yeah. Bruce, yeah, probably yeah. will. Bring us back to our childhood there, JJ. Yeah, why not? Uh, so, uh, let's move on to some of the news. Oh, the- Black
1: Panther's on Netflix. Holy crap.
2: Yeah, there you go. So that eventually be on, uh, the deal. Yeah. yeah. Now moving Trump on to... What else do we have on the uh, round table? Because I know there's uh, some, uh, a, a couple other news items we wanted to get to. Uh, Johnny.
3: Oh, uh, we get our first look at Walking Phoenix as Ronald well, I McDonald. Mean, the Joker. Um, what do you guys think about Adam that? Ronald McDonald.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's, uh, the image of the week. And, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow everyone to get at least a minute in or two. And, uh, and, uh, I'm gonna start with Zod Ryder, because I know he, he's eager to see uh, Ronald McDonald and insult the other whole lot of this thing. Go, go ahead, Zod, give us your two cents why this is not gonna work, even though it says it's gonna be I, I hate it. I hate it. At of least course. Of think, course. Yeah. I think
1: the image, I think the imagery looks bad. I think that, I think that he looks like Ronald McDonald, for real. I think that the, that, uh, you know that the universe, the thing that they're trying to go for to make this its own, you know, separate thing outside of you know uh, the regular DC continuity. I think this is a mistake. I think if they're gonna if they're gonna make a Joker movie, it should be in regular DC continuity. I don't think it should be outside in its own thing. And I don't. It's it just the whole concept just looks like a big failure to me. I'm not all that impressed to be honest with you. Maybe Joaquin Phoenix will. Um, surprise me and, and do a good movie, do a good Joker like Heath Ledger, but I'm not really, I'm not really convinced right now. Based on the stuff I'm seeing, it just looks, looks pretty stupid to me. To be honest with you.
2: Okay, um, I'm gonna. There you go. Anything else? We're good, right?
1: No, no, I'm, I'm good. I'll wait for the Snyder Cut. You can okay. hold on.
2: Okay, good. Um, kind of yeah, You got anything to say about that? Yeah, you know how I feel all.
0: about it. We discussed it. That that movie's garbage. Uh, I don't like the movie. I agree with Zod. Everything Zod's sick. took the words out of my mouth. It's gonna. It, it's gonna make money, but I think a lot of people need to know what they're getting into. This movie is weak. They didn't need to make it. Uh, uh, Warner Brothers is trying to make an easy check. Uh, you know, they're trying to. They, the movie's gonna be garbage.
1: It's,
0: uh, I, I don't want to say it's gonna flop. Cause I don't think it's gonna flop, but it's pure garbage. I don't
1: support it. He looks like it'll Donald
0: do, It'll
1: it'll do better than solo, that's for sure. Yeah, it'll do better
0: way better than that. It'll do way It's gonna make about five, six hundred million. Because you got too many people. I've been seeing a lot of slurping going on all on social media when it comes to this Joker guy. But I'm trying to be I know it's a kid friendly show, so I'm not gonna really say what I really want to say about it. But his garbage, I, I don't support it it's weak anyway. So you know, uh, I, I don't like the movie and not need to make it
2: I support mm-hmm. the
0: Jared Leto Joker movie. I support the Jared Leto Joker movie and Harvey Quinn.
2: Quinn's gender Joker. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: All right, time's up. Johnny? I'm going to steal a line from my man, Kelly Guy, and I'm going to say I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't really like the look of the Joker the, the, with the with the makeup on. I think it's trying to leech too much off of um Ledger's. But on the other hand, I have to say that I'm quite interested in seeing what Walking Phoenix brings to the role. He is a really powerful actor, and when he's puts his full game into it, the guy's incredible. I really hope that he kind of pulls that kind of thing off. And the idea that Todd Phillips of all fucking people is directing this has me oddly interested. Also, I have just Madwood for Zazzy Beats. So since she's in it, I'm watching it for shizzle. You know what I mean? I know I'm pretty sure she's not going to be as hot in here as she was in Deadpool, but oh well. And it doesn't mean I don't like the Jared Leto Joker anymore either. He's still. My favorite newer one. I, I I'm really excited for his film. But I think this has a chance to be decent. I think it has a chance to actually be pretty rad. I'm just like Batman and Superman, I'm a little tired of the Joker. And I think that the look of this one tries to pull too much from a past one that was popular. But you can't fault them for doing that. And that's all I gotta say.
2: Okay, I'm gonna give you my two cents, guys, and uh I'm gonna start off with I started a joke which started the whole world crying, but I didn't see that the joke was on me, oh no, no, I started to cry, which started the whole world laughing, oh if I'd only seen that the joke was on me. I looked at the skies, running my hands over my eyes, and I fell out of bed, hurting my head from things that I said, till I finally died, which has started the whole world living. Oh, if I only seen that the joke was on me. I looked at the skies, running through my hands, over my eyes, and I fell out of bed, Hurting my head from the things that I've said. Because I started a joke. Which started the whole world crying. Like Zod Rider over here. But I didn't see that the joke was on me. Oh no. Because I enjoy serious take on characters once in a while. And maybe it's just me. Maybe. But do you guys understand or realize that this is an adaptation of The Killing Joke? And the way he looks, this is a brilliant take to take us away from Transgender Joker, which is what Jared Leto was with that bullshit Suicide Squad movie, which sucked, by the way. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is a hundred times the actor that Jared Leto is, and... The trailer was a two-second teaser. And there we have three guys individually saying they don't like this movie, they don't like this I didn't steak. say I didn't
3: like it. I said I was actually pretty Shush! Excited. I
2: gave you your time. That so they don't like the script, or they don't like this movie, or they don't like the story. Now, my question is, how can you say these things, gentlemen, where there's been no telling of what the story is other They are heavily adapting a killing joke, which to me is the greatest Joker story, one that has been the main theme of adaptation within every incarnation of the character we've had till date. At some point or the other, every single cinematic Joker that we've had on the big screen, has taken bits and pieces from The Killing Joke. From what I have heard and what I have been told, this is the closest adaptation to that book, and I am dying to see it. King Phoenix is a brilliant actor. I think the joke is on you guys. And when we all sit in the cinemas and we watch this movie, you guys going to be eating crow. And I'm going to be there laughing my ass off because this It's going to be a brilliant movie I love the Ronald McDonald (laughs) look I love the fact that the, the makeup Is based on John Wayne Gacy The real serial killer I love the fact that it's going for a serious take Not some Painted, cartoonish And stupidly tattooed face Which was never part of the character By the way in comic book canon, in the killing field. When does he get a tattoo that says, uh, terrified or whatever the fuck it said on his forehead?
3: Do you mind if I interject a little bit in the No, shit, hold, you hold, on, were-
2: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not finished yet. Because, let me tell you guys some. Every take on the Joker has been a different adaptation. You've liked some, you haven't liked any. But here we have a Couple seconds of a teaser with an Oscar-winning actor, a great director, and it's Jared a
3: Jared Oscar winner.
2: Fuck Jared Leto, he won an Oscar because, because he played a transgender person, and right now they're gonna give that award to him. They were, you know. Gonna get burnt down, and nobody wants Hollywood to burn more than Ice Cube, maybe Chuck D, and, and that was back in before they are playing cops in every movie. But now they, they're, you know, that was back then. They're, now they're cops in every movie. But listen, you know, this is going to be a great film. At least, you know, let's wait for a regular trailer before we say that we don't like the story or in the movie. Jesus, I mean. For real? Well, we have a three second trailer where we have guys that are saying, I don't like what is going with this story. We yeah, haven't seen the storyline. All I we've heard that? is. Uh, no, but Cat and Thought Rider both kind of said it, gotta... well, uh, 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 I Let me tell you something. The trailer didn't show us enough guys for us to make that kind of assessment. Let's be realistic. Now, if you don't like the actor, because you, you think this is going to be Nolan esque. This looks more like George Romero than anything Henry, uh, or not, not Henry, I'm sorry. I think I got Henry in the mind. But anything that, uh, Heath Ledger looked like. He looks Down like to a dirty, the colors.
3: Think you and, clown makeup. I mean, really
2: and, like and, and what we saw in the three second teaser, might not even be the final version of what he looks like. This is a pre-fall into the acid that makes him into the sinister killing machine that he becomes. So we see in a tiny little clip and you guys are already ready to bombard with, well, this is Nolan! Nolan was a decade ago. Let it go, guys. Move on. Let it go.
1: I don't, I'm not comparing it to
2: Nolan at all. Now I'm done. Now you guys can talk over me. Go ahead. Well, you...
3: You uh, you you kept saying about the killing joke the killing joke the killing joke the killing joke does not uh, ever give it the a
2: joke
1: And and we have no evidence that this is going to be based on that story, and if it is going to be based on that story, where's Batman at? Batman is a big part of that story, so we have to have Batman. Because they haven't haven't announced it yet,
2: (laughs) because they haven't announced who Batman is yet, does not me, there's not a Batman involved. In fact, there's been talk about Batman being played by, uh, what's his name, um... Sam, ham, ham, sam, ham, sandwich. Oh, he
3: just, he just said he wants to play the role. But the killing joke never gave a definitive or, origin story for the Joker. He told a couple different ones to screw with people like he always did. It's, this it's not a not a patient. To an adaptation! It gives him a
1: name. Yeah, this gives him a name. His name is like Alfred Fleck or something like that. So
3: it's not really like going Al to Flack. be like killing joke, which I agree <laughs> is one of the greatest Batman comics of all time, but like, we already had a movie version of it, and it blew because you can't turn a 48-page comic into a feature-length film for the first thing. I like the, the and the second thing too. is it didn't give a definitive origin story, so this being a definitive origin story, is but... isn't really the fucking killing joke.
2: But as nobody hey, you said, do do no, do no, do no, do no do hold on, hold on, hold on, you're going to get two minutes kind real quick, nobody said this is definitive anything, this is an adaptation, which is going to take from the book The Killing Joke more than any of the other movies, this is something that I've already been reading, uh, reading and been told, and uh, you know, that's what the idea is, and it's going to be a full length movie, just like the cartoon version, which they, they throw all the Barbara Gordon falling in love with Batman, you know, stuff in there, which Towards them in the book. Now they're gonna, I'm sure, embellish a little bit, but this is the closest to that book, and it's a serious thing. I, know, I know, you know, I know, realism is a tough thing for you guys to take. Kind of got to go for it.
0: Yeah, and I was gonna say, yeah, I don't even know if it's gonna be even from Killing Joke. That's the movie looks. I'm just gonna say it, it looks like the the the, the penguin and Gotham. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of penguin backstory in. Got them in this movie. It looks dead on that story, and you know it's a revenge movie. Um, I I don't think it's gonna what do going to be. Where do you get your information? Where in you this? get
2: your information? They have not announced any I'm tell storyline.
0: You okay, because check this out: the movie is going to depict the Joker getting revenge on people who screwed over him. That's going to be the base. Oh the my
2: god! Has that never happened in the Joker in the- before? Not really. You
0: said what? 89 no, He was no, part of the he was on the horn
2: in the movies. In eighty-nine, he was part of the mafia. and Heath yeah, Ledgers Hold on, hold on. Shush, 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 shush. shush, Hold on, because you said the mafia is involved. Shush, shush, That's shush. Made up. all movies, the adaptations, they're all made up. So shush for a second. Heath Ledger's what? What did he do? Pencil trick to the mafia. Again involved with the mafia. Just because transgender ass fuck had Jared Leto had pussy in the mine with his uh, chick, and they're doing some other worldly shit, which was so bad, they cut him out of the Suicide Squad. That's what happened, because it it sucked that bad that they didn't make a whole lot of the movie. That's the reality of it. That's why you haven't seen anything else with Jared Leto, because Suicide Squad, he sucked so badly. Guess what, guys? They cut the shit out of the movie, because they was stupid. It didn't belong. It just it well, felt flat. Do
3: that they should have did that with Blade Runner too, because like he really was the worst part of that, way worse than Suicide Squad. Okay,
2: thank you very much. But for let, that. Me,
0: let me have been coming on that part. But you're you're right. In in eighty nine, they used some of the mob to establish his origin. But in comic versions of the Joker, he's never really deep in. They're
2: all adaptations. Every but I'm just single telling you,
0: you you mentioned a movie.
2: Yeah, so but he I'm was part of the mafia before he becomes the Joker. When he comes back, he kills the head of the mafia. Said, they, he takes over know. the. the he, Joker, takes, a he takes. He takes over the, the, the mafia. mafia. Do you remember the scene where he kills the guy with the electrical thing in his hands and takes over the mafia? I remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay then. For him, see, he okay then. No, he's not working yeah. for him. He takes over the mafia. He does that in every fucking movie. He's never takes over I, the mafia. Joker right. never took over no mob. Go back, go watch it Joker again. was
0: mafia based.
2: Go watch it again. Just a back then they were no. called villains. Now they called the mafia or, or gangsters or the you know, the terminology. See, Joker, it's the same, the, I'm same thing. The movie is and, and, be and the Batman day. 89 gave give him a name. They give him a name, Jack. Okay, so they yeah, always, that
0: was for the movie. That was a script. That's okay weird. then. So what's me, the difference like
2: here? Why are you like that and you don't like this? Because you're just being picky. Well, I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I'm it's a you fan. What, it's a fanboy is, issue. That's all is, it is. It's it like
0: Hannibal Rises. This is actually. Hannibal I, I, I like Hannibal Rises. Rises. This is the Joker Rises. Great. Uh, it's uninteresting. I wouldn't mind. The to things you. Things. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Not thing to things me. Things. If the Joker movie took place at the same time as Batman existing, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. Who says Batman them, doesn't exist now?
2: Maybe this is five years before he becomes Batman. It, it,
0: no, no, no. His, he has a.
2: This is a backstory. He, he has to come out of somewhere. He's been a Joker for five years. Thomas now, Wayne is
1: running for mayor in this movie, yeah, or governor. It's way or
2: before Batman, yeah,
0: dude. Okay, it's so way but, but, Batman, but we don't but we
2: don't know what we don't know what you know what hey, and Bruce Wayne's role is. Let me you, so make a comment about
0: Joe real quick, too. Gerald Little Joker, by the way, was established in the future. That was a future version of the Joker, like Batman. In right, and universe. this is more of a backstory. You said what?
2: And this is a backstory, just like the Batman 89 you know what I'm gave you a back You
0: said he had all the tattoos. They would take it from the Dark Knight Return with that version of the Joker. So that's why you've seen Gerald Lita with all those tattoos and the grill in his mouth and all that stuff. There, which he didn't remind me of no transsexual. He reminded me of a wigger. That's what that version of Joker was. He was more like a wigger, yeah, like, like MJK a, or
3: something. Yeah, like Machine Gun. Cannon. That's exactly what I was going to say. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, he didn't remind me of no transsexual. I don't even know where that's coming from. Everybody like can say that. That just was a because
0: he, he, no he, he won, to me.
2: because he won an Oscar a Tranny in this last movie before so oh, but, to he, but that
0: version of Joker was not no tranny. That was a wigger version of Joker. I'd rather see, a him, a, I'd I'd rather rather see him as type I That's what that's what I saw. I didn't was, see no
3: go no,
2: no he, he was transgender Joker, that's what I saw.
3: Oh, okay. Now, I, I saw him but there? never Ice Joker. I'm going to chime in here, I'm going to defend Jackal a little bit, because you guys are, like, waking up because Joker's going to take place before Batman, but you guys had no problem, especially Zod Rider didn't have a problem with Batman being around before Superman when Snyder did it, so... Amen
2: uh, to that! Oh! Oh, that's a good burn.
3: And I never said I wasn't excited for this film, I just said that I wouldn't particularly think that the look looked great right off the bat, but... Um, what I didn't like being lumped in and, and part of the ridicule team there. Uh, that hurt my feelings a little <laughs> bit. I might, try, I might get some revenge on you with a clown face one day, Jackal. Ah, just be weary well, of that.
2: Just remember, guys, I started a joke.
3: Oh, don't start singing again <laughs> unless you're going to hit the high note with the me. Well, I, gonna I make can't. Money? I I'm going to tell you this. I give Jackal this. It's going to make money, regardless of what me,
0: Zod, and a small minority say. It's going to make the money. It's going to get the praise. I've seen slurping all for the last two days on social media. So trust me, it's going to make the money.
3: Well, I think with Todd Phillips directing it, it's not actually going to be as serious as Jackal tends to think it is. I mean, like Todd Phillips, I mean, like the most serious thing the guys ever made was what, the Hangover 3? Like, he's not known for, like, serious films. He's, like, did, like, old school and, yeah, but Joaquin, and stuff like that. So this Joaquin is going to be Phoenix, at least twistedly funny.
2: Yeah, that's the whole point. That's what The Killing Joke is, a twisted, funny movie that has, you know, serious elements to it. And I think It's that's, not going
3: to be The
1: Killing Joke! Stop saying that shit!
2: Look, Snyder Cut, somebody's wish wrong <laughs> and somebody's always been right.
3: I, the... To tell you the truth, if it does end up being the Killing Joke, I just hope they do better than that awful animated film we got like last year. Like, it, the killing I joke saw movie. that animated
1: movie in theaters, and you know what? Oh it was, man, it was, it was it was. Apart from the stuff that wasn't in the book, I think they handled the story fine without all the extra additions. You know, forty minutes of it was fine. So that was the story. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but whatever.
3: i I, i'm willing to give this a shot i really i really really want dc to pull their balls out of this fire and make good films so that i can start seeing movies from valiant and idw and like good comic book companies that don't just pump out the same crap as marvel and dc so dc needs to get on the ball to make this happen for me because aside from that all i have to look forward to right now is hellboy which is wonderful hellboy will be good I can't wait that uh, let good.
2: let's move on to that because the image uh you know it's been on for a while now uh let's move on to that for a second uh you guys excited for the uh Hellboy reboot, reboot really?
3: oh god uh, dude Neil Marshall directing Hellboy with all the characters from the BPRD showing up in it when, with the cast that they got. Oh, God, yes. As a BPRD fan, like, I have such a fanboy chubby right now, dude. I can't even tell you how hyped I am for that. Like, I'm more excited for hmm. that than Zod would be when they actually say the Snyder cuts are dropping.
2: Yeah, but will you be as wet?
3: No, I don't. I'm, I, I get chubbies. I don't get wet.
2: Oh, that's, that's a good point by you. Um what's next on the uh round table there before we move on to something else? Well
3: nobody wants to talk about Hellboy? Kelly Guy, you want to talk about Hellboy right? No, I I'm support Hellboy.
1: I'm, a, I'm I'm, a, I'm a for Hellboy too. I I can't wait for that to come out. I I'm great. waiting for a trailer
3: Yeah. Well, that's the thing like it's going to be shown at um Comic Con New York. Um I think either next week or the week after that. Like in the life, library after
2: that. In the library coming near you.
3: Yeah, I'm going to watch it at the library. That's for Shizzle. As soon as I hear that link's up, I'm going.
1: Anybody yeah. watch Tales from the Hood Part 2?
3: They made a sequel. That's not out yet.
1: Well, it is. At our... l- it's at the library. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have to,
3: I'll, okay, I'll You, it, got me. you, you me
1: into that one. I'm it it is. It's at the library. But uh, I just wanted to know if anybody had a chance to see it yet, because I haven't watched it yet. But it's at the library, and I plan to
3: see it. No, nah, after yep, Mandy I'm I I could after Mandy I couldn't think of anything else to watch, so I've been like binge watching Twin Peaks. I I'm almost done with season two. Twin Peaks and then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna rewatch season three. Yeah.
2: We'll try uh, with Twin Peaks. Yeah, wrong we'll with Twin Peaks. Castle
3: Rock is
0: good. That was a good show. Castle Rock. I didn't like the ending. I never oh,
3: heard ooh. of that Castle You Didn't hear Castle
0: yeah. Rock that set up for like literally I
3: don't, I don't pay attention nope. to what most people tell me when they try to talk me into watching horror shows because they're always telling me to watch Mindhunter and I tried watching that shit and it was a I already knew all those stories, so it's like true, I, it true. wasn't interesting to me. You know what I mean? I knew who Edward Kimper and all these characters were, so it's just like, ooh, wow, that's, I'm glad you learned something new. But, but for people that actually took psychology in school, like nothing new to be learned here. Yeah, Castle Walk is pretty good. They, they saw the episodes well they did have, they seen the finale. But well, in
0: the uh, Stephen King universe, then that Town Castle Rock, they got all these damn Easter eggs and references. I don't want to spoil it right here because make do the, mad.
3: Do the Langoliers show up? No. There's no Langoliers in it? God damn it. A lot of Cujo. Re- they, they make a lot of Cujo references, though. Lots
0: of Cujo references. Lots of, uh, uh, stuff. Yeah, if you can, kind of, anybody's familiar with Castle Rock books anyway. You have Sheriff Allen, um the Sheriff from, uh, Needful Things, old dude that plays stickers, uh, actually playing the Sheriff. If anybody seen Needful Things or read the books. So they have some characters from the original books up in there. It's, it's in the, it's in our time. It's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good show. They got the kid from, uh, that play It. He plays the prisoner kid, the mysterious kid called the kid. So, you know, I don't want to spoil it because
2: it's like a mindfuck up in there. Here's something we haven't spoken about, uh, at all, and it's a huge streaming service, um, Amazon Prime. And, uh, have you guys been looking at the original content? They're, they're getting pretty they good. They got great, they have great yeah. original content.
3: I, I watched just- that jack ryan's show was fucking awful it was, oh man it, made, it was worse you need to watch man
1: you need to watch man in the high castle johnny that's what you need to watch them that, that show is epic that's the show with the if the not with the nazis winning world war Two and shit yeah based
3: epic. off the philip k dick oh, dick book yeah i yeah, know dude. i I seen the pilot when it came out like years ago and like i heard the show finally started i just you know what I mean? Like, Amazon Prime's a pain in the ass to watch, though. I have Prime, and, like, I usually just go on there and watch, like, the um, Draft House movies for free and stuff, because I have Prime. I'm, like, a preferred member and stuff. Yeah. So, but, so, but, like, the stream through it, it's a pain in the arse. Go really
1: Oh, you don't have, like, a Fired Stick or anything, or no, a Roku.
3: No, I watch it right off my PC. You should watch
1: it off your, yeah. You got an Xbox, watch it off your Xbox,
3: dude. I do. do I do have an
0: X bone. I... Hey, hey, can I ask you guys a question? What you guys think about Michael B. Jordan being John Clark from uh man, uh, uh uh from the the Ryan the, the 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 universe of Jack Ryan? He's supposed to be John Clark coming up. In that in that, sh- in in that
3: show, or is, oh, he's gonna have his own movie as John Clark. That'd be cool. It just depends on who they get to play Ding Chavez, I guess. That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, he's he's got casted to play John Clark, so that's gonna be the next movie that Michael B. Jordan do. And I just heard about it. I thought, That's pretty cool. That's cool casting. Even though he was gonna he's, play Superman, I know Zod was gonna hit the roof. I
1: would you know honestly I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if he plays Superman because at this point they would that would at least be a different take on the character and you would get the you'd get the other Superman. You'd get Calvin uh what's his name? Ellis. His, Calvin Ellis, yeah.
2: What if they said, No, he's gonna play uh Clark Kent Superman. Hey. Oh, okay.
3: God. Every, whatever. whatever. You'd have more Charlottesville fucking protests. i Torches <laughs> <laughs> coming out of the woodwork, son, if that happened. Whatever. That's never going to happen, though. That's
0: never going to happen. I heard about that. So that's never. I mean, I'm not for him playing Superman. It's funny. I'm not for Michael B. Jordan playing him.
1: Um, you know don't even want him to play Calvin Ellis. I think he'd be perfect for Calvin Ellis. He looks just like. He him.
0: Icon. I'm gonna be honest. With you, he used play Icon or something or Mr. Terrific. He's not. My, I don't look at Michael B. Jordan as super nothing. You know, he's not to me that kind of actor. I know. Yeah. You know, he's like the favorite of the month. So he was cool as killermonger. Don't get it twisted. But um, I I I've been following uh, Michael B. Jordan since The Wire. I've been following his career since The Wire. So I watched him for a lot of years. He's not that kind of dude that, you know, I don't envision him just reading a he, superhero he franchise can read, like that.
3: He can read his lines with charisma. He's better than Cavill. He can fucking play Superman in my book. End of story.
2: He could, but just because he can doesn't mean he should. My thing is not because of the obvious uh, elephant in the room as to why he shouldn't play the role, Um I think he shouldn't play the role because he's in too many things. And when I associate the role of Superman, I want a, either an unknown—I don't care what color he is—sometimes he's an unknown actor who brings that aura about Superman. You know that that mystique with him. Um, and Michael B. Jordan—he's Creed, he is he's Killmonger—he's in too many things that we know him already on. And and it'll just be, hey, Michael B. Jordan playing Superman. Okay, that's a a Band-Aid to put over because we have had three horrible movies with Henry Cavill. So we have to get, you know, the hot actor of the moment. And uh, he's just in too many things. And, look, love the actor, but let's give Michael B. Jordan a break, for, for Christ's sake. And, you know, let's find different actors. There's a lot of actors out there that are unemployed, looking for work, who look the part. So
3: that kind of that kind of brings me back to this whole John Clark thing because John Clark's usually pretty old. Michael B. Jordan is way too young to play the character. That's probably my only complaint. Right. Every version of I'm um, John Clark I've ever read, he's like fifty. You know what I mean? He's like the dude that like wanted to get out. He's like the badass army guy that shows up. I mean, like he gets played by Willem Dafoe and stuff like that. You know, he, like Michael B. Jordan's like really ridiculously young. It makes sense why there's always a young Jack Ryan because his books are actually always constantly almost written as him as a new agent on his first job. So like that, that's, there's a reason why his age shifts from um, adaptation to adaptation because that's the way he's actually been written most of the time. So like with John Clark, he's always been like this older stoic character. So uh, that's my only complaint. He could pull it off. They could do like some, Walking Phoenix origin story for him, that'd be wonderful, but um, aside from that, like, that that's kind of the only complaint I have against Jordan playing Clark.
2: That, I mean, even if he plays Colin Ellis, and he plays that version of Superman, he, he still, I mean, he doesn't look the part, and not only that... Uh, Colin Ellis is really a character that was based more on President Obama, in a sense. So I would go for somebody that kind of looks a little bit like Obama-ish, if you're going to go for something that actually resembles the character from the comics, because if now we're going to have people like, you know, getting upset. Well, he doesn't look like the character, and he's supposed to look at a certain age and have a certain look, right? So if you're going to get a Ellis in there, which I'm 100% in favor of, if they do that, fine. But give me somebody who looks like the character, at least, and not a guy who I've seen like, every other summer blockbuster movie for the last three years. I mean, at least give me somebody new that is unheard of, unseen, uh, somebody who I can associate with this character. Uh, not somebody who I can associate with the Rocky franchise or the Black Panther franchise, which by the way Michael B. Jordan is a Marvel character now. Okay. Which is character. illegal
3: for it. He, if he's still under contract, it's literally illegal for him to play right. a DC character right now. So, so let's
2: forget about Michael B. Jordan, he's not gonna play the character in any way, shape, or form. That's my only gripe with it. But you know what? If they decide to go to Colin, uh you know, Ellis Rowe and they wanted to do a Superman origin of that character, that's fine with me. I'd love to see that. Why? Because I'm part of the audience and I like seeing new stuff. So, hey, bring them out cinematically. Um, I'm 100% in. It was nice to take. Uh, last thing on the roundtable, Johnny, anything else before we uh, move on to the box office results for the week?
3: Uh, the only thing we could talk about maybe is, like, the people getting booed off of Twitter for their um, supporting of The Walking Phoenix, which I do think is stupid. Like, of course, the people in charge of DC are going to back the film they got coming out. And, like, that's like the story that Zod posted about the former DC ch- chief getting having to delete her Twitter because Twitter because I don't know why people are so mad about the the walking Phoenix Joker, which I thought everybody loved. I mean I, on Twitter I don't see any bad negative comments about it until I talk to you guys.
2: Uh, Twitter has become a cesspool for like people who are just bitter and uh, got nothing else to do but to complain and ditch. Ha <laughs> ha ha
3: you gotta admit, this is fucked up though. How
2: right you been know, over there, buddy? <laughs>
3: of course, a company Oh, it's gonna, hilarious. You're gonna back her company's product. I mean, you can't get mad at her about it. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure,
1: sure, sure you can. Somebody on Twitter actually said that Zack Snyder needs to come out on Twitter and make a statement about bullying because of all these people that are trying to get, that are, that, uh, Convince that woman to get off of Twitter with all their negative comments. Look, people have a right to their opinions. Everybody, anybody can say what they want to say. You don't have to, you don't have to listen to it and you don't have to pay attention to it. It's no big deal. It's Twitter. That's the kind of environment it is. You know, some of these people, I think that are in the entertainment industry and work there and actually are, live, breathe, and eat that stuff should be a little bit more thick skinned by now. I mean, I don't understand where all this, like, you know, oh, I had to delete my Twitter account because oh, I couldn't handle the bully. I mean, grow up! I mean, what do you? I mean, what do you think is happening? What do you think is going to happen when you introduce something like this? That's going to be it's going to be toxic in fandom one way or the other because whether people like it or not. So I don't understand this. People live leaving Twitter because of backlash over a movie or a comic book character, to me is absolutely ridiculous and stupid. And it says more about the person who leaves than it does about the people who are doing, who are doing the bullying or the heckling or whatever. That's how I feel about it. I think it's ridiculous.
3: Well, because you were probably one of the bullies or the hecklers, am I wrong?
1: Oh, I'm not.
3: I'm not a bully or, or a heckler. I don't say anything like that. I
1: When I go on there and I make comments on Twitter, I say only how I feel about something. I don't beat up on somebody else. I mean, I talk a lot about Warner Brothers because I want them to release the Snyder Cut, but I don't attack any one particular person, and I don't feel like people should do that, but that's how they act. So my problem is, you know, if you're making that, the same argument can be said about movie directors like Ryan Johnson and some of these movie directors that actually attack fans and go back and forth with them on Twitter all the time and then retreat and say, oh, well, I'm going to just delete my Twitter account because I can't handle this anymore. What are you doing arguing with fans anyway? You're above that. You're what? DC Comics president. What, I mean, what are you even doing arguing with fans in the first place? It's
3: stupid to me.
2: Completely. And that's why social media is going to ruin the planet.
3: Amen to that, especially Twitter. it's
1: It's already ruining movies. This is the reason why so many movies are getting ruined by studio infer- interference and stuff because of social media. They yep. get scared and upset because of what what people say on social media. They think that the social media people are the mi- majority, when in fact they're not actually the majority. The majority of these people don't even go who go see these movies don't even go on the internet and look at this stuff. They don't care. They just want to go to the movies Guys, and have a good time. In, yeah, the,
2: wor- in I, the word, in the words of the great Jerry Seinfeld, who are these people? A bunch of trolls on tragic. the internet. Well, that's all that it is. is.
3: That's the thing. I, I can't find anybody besides myself to admit to liking Michael Bay. But his movies make a billion dollars. Like every one of them, like oh, they make yeah. a billion dollars. So if he's so hated and so awful, how how does this happen? Amen. I've always put. I've always been curious about that, you know, because I, I, uh, I never, I never lie. I like Michael Bay's films. They're fucking awful and they're stupid, but they're fun. I enjoy watching them. I like, pretty liked, colors.
2: Yep, i like every single one of the Transformers movies. I'm just saying. Like, come on.
3: I'm actually excited for Bumblebee. I thought the trailer for that when I went and saw uh, um, it, Infinity well, War looked good. Excited
1: for that than I was the first Transformers movie. I'm like, my God, it looks like they're finally gonna get it right.
3: And the Rick Roll joke was hilarious. That actually got me to laugh. I haven't laughed at a Rick Roll in a long time.
2: All right. Speaking of uh, Rick Roll, let's go to the box office results for this week. All right. Here we go, gentlemen. This is a show of uh, BoxOfficeReport.com. My good friend, Daniel Garris, as usual. Uh, you know, shout-outs to him. Daniel Garris, uh, go to dot. Boxofficereport.com for all your latest box office news. And, uh, guys, are you ready for the, uh, top 10?
3: I'm at the edge of my seat, man. Oh, right. God. I could hardly wait. Where's the yeah, popcorn? It sounds
2: like you're all wet. California kind of guy? Are you a little wet? Under the collar?
3: I think we lost him. I think yeah, so, too. Yeah, there's only did two collars yeah. on, on my Skype.
2: Yep. Uh-oh. Yeah, we're ready. We just got chased
3: by another dog. Pow pow. <laughs>
2: Police were after him, I guess. Uh, but anyway, moving on. Uh, let's see, number 10 on the list. We have, uh this is jumping down from 8 last week, 10 this week. Searching made $2.1 million on his fifth week of release. I uh, never heard of Searching. you guys. Uh, We
3: talked about it last time. It's the one that's got John Joe yeah. in it. It's got Zulu in it. I, I, I've, heard yeah. Real, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it's really good by people yeah. I don't usually trust about films. So we'll see yeah. when it comes not,
1: to the it's not at the library yet, so I haven't seen
2: it. <laughs> I'm waiting for the library stream. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, on the nice stream company. The library stream. Watch it at the library stream. Guys, Guy is messaging me on, uh, on Facebook. Sorry, dude. Can't take you on right now because if if I do, it's going to waste about five minutes of the show. We don't have that much time. So, uh number nine, uh you should, you know, get on Skype. Okay, people on that. Uh Number nine. The Meg from Warner Brothers. I uh, brought in 2.3 million this week, down from number seven last week, and that's on the seventh week of release. The Meg has brought in a, uh, a monumental 140 million so far domestically the the box office, and a total worldwide of 516 million. 375 of that of the other. Uh, the out of the out-of-here numbers, as oh uh, likes to call it. And uh, that's an $130 million budget, guys. Not too bad. We're
3: getting a sequel. We're getting a sequel. Jason Statham's going to punch a shark in the next one. I can't wait.
2: Forget sequel. This is a franchise. They're going to get a-
3: Vin Diesel in the second
2: one. No, you'll be But First, they'll have the Meg the to Tokyo Drift. And then they'll have and these will show up in, like, part four. Then the rock will show up, and the Meg goes to space, and that'll be like part six. We'll have the rock in that one. And you know, you just gotta continue and up the spice every once in a while.
3: The rock and Kevin Hart. You gotta have Kevin Hart in there, too.
2: See, he'll be in part five. See, Kevin Hart is the heart of the Meg. (laughs)
3: He's actually gonna be in there. Don't stab me, rock, don't stab me. I'm your boy. It's Kevin Hart. (laughs)
2: Literally, he's he's the size of the shark. Uh the shark shark. I
1: just want to see a shark the shark eat Kevin Hart. I think that'd be awesome. He says something crazy and he gets in and the shark bites his head off. That'd He's awesome. about
2: the size of the the heart of the shark. He's just to, he's as <laughs> tall as the heart. He's, he's smaller. That little. would be hilarious. Uh number eight on the list this week and it's new for 11.9, 30 million. Anybody uh Heard of Fahrenheit eleven nine? No? Yeah,
1: That's Michael Moore's that. film.
2: Oh, yeah, that dish bag, And it's, of course, talking about my president. So we're moving on.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't even like his documentaries anyways. Since um Roger Dish-bag. and me, they haven't been very good. Right, mm-hmm. Roger well, he and me was
1: his last good one.
3: Really preachy. He just... He just focuses on his agenda. He doesn't actually teach you right. anything. He doesn't cover both sides. He just has his agenda. And I, as much as, even though I'm on his side of it, it just disgusts me, like, the one-sidedness of his films, personally. So I'm, I have no interest in anything. Let's makes move on. Like-
2: we are giving him too much of your time. Fuck that guy. Uh, let's see. Number uh, seven on the list, and this is uh, down from number six from last week, uh, 3.7 million. On its third week of release, Peppermint. Huh? Peppermint. Oh, Such a cute name for such a action-oriented film. And that's another a $25 million budget, it's brought in $30 million domestically, $6 million on the foreign numbers, so $36 million overall. And that's uh, starring Jennifer Gardner. Yeah, baby. Love her.
3: Is that a sequel to Salt?
2: I don't know Peppermint and Salt That's a good question After
3: Electra, I'm pretty cool off of watching her In an action film i uh, tell you the
2: truth Her movies are the greatest to watch With the lights off And the volume down That's what I'm saying
3: See that's what I have Catwoman for You guys can hate on me all you want No, no, Baron, no I'm with pants.
2: you I'm with you 100% buddy I'm 100% with you on that one uh, Number 6 this uh, this week is uh, White Boy Rick With 5 million in million I'm looking at the results here It's 5 exactly that's down from number four last week on the second week of release. So it's dropping awfully fast. White boy Rick. And that's starting, he's starring in, a uh, big actor Matthew McConaughey. Won Oscar recently. Hey. Alright, alright, alright it's another one
3: of his weird indie films, if it's yes. another one of his weird indie films, okay, cool, I'm totally down, because, like, Mud, Killer Joe, and um, Lincoln Lawyer are pretty much my favorite films of his, so but it's, like, one of those, I'm definitely in for this. Oh,
2: yeah, this is probably a really good movie. It costs $29 million to make, it's probably $17 worldwide, it's, it's only uh, been released for, you know, a week here so, uh it's a little bit of time, but uh go, what, a couple weeks, two weeks of release, yeah. Uh, it's an indie movie. So, uh, that, you know, let's, uh, let's give it a, a shot. Uh, it's Matthew McConaughey. Alright, alright, alright. I'm there. Right, right. I'm, I'm
3: in. That's all you gotta say.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, number five of this week was five last week, and it's those crazy little rich Asians again. They're, they're down for another, uh, five on five, and this is on its sixth week of release. It's brought in 6.5 million. Warner Brothers had the little crazy rich Asian hit. 159 million worldwide. No, I'm sorry. That's domestically. Worldwide, it's 206 million on a 30 million dollar budget. So this is crazy rich Asian that's making crazy rich bank.
3: Hell yeah. yeah, good for them. I mean, like they might revitalize the rom-com, to, um, um, what's it called? Category genre of films, which really needs like a good kick in its ass because they actually used to not be as horrible to watch as they have been recently. So maybe this might help make good ones again, like, at least kind of watchable, funny ones. Like, if you're ever stuck watching a movie with your mom, like, you can, like, be like, okay, not just dread having to watch one with her.
2: Or, you know, some of us who don't have moms, you know, like, with Oh,
3: shit, I'm sorry, bro. We
2: watch it with our friends or nieces or nephews or significant others or anybody else. But anyway, and your mom, too. Um, John Shue directed this movie. Good job by him. And, uh, let's see, okay, Crazy Rich Asians, awkward moment, right, guys? Okay, moving on. Number four for the weekend, uh, let's see, it was number two, no, it was number one last week, man, this is dropping quicker than my pants at the, uh, at a bar mitzvah, uh, The Predator, 8.7 million, second like week of release, and it was number one last week, number four this week, The Predator. Has brought in, uh, domestically 40 million, which is, uh, not good on an 88 million dollar budget. 64 million of that, uh, total that we're gonna talk about for a second here is the out of here numbers. So it's brought in a total of 94 million on an 88 million dollar budget. It needs to get close to 200 million for it to break even. Shane Black, the Predator, looks like it's, uh, a bomb at the box office on a worldwide scale. What are you guys' thoughts quickly? California, you guys down not here, so I'm going to give it to you, Johnny Alpha.
3: Well, I mean, like, a- after the first one, all the Predator movies just kind of flopped, so it's not really a surprise.
2: Uh, Zyde uh, Ryder? Right?
3: It
1: was a horrible movie, so,
2: yeah. I'm not surprised. Look, when I look at the casting, I see Jake Busey and Edward James Olmos at this day and age, are still employed making movies. I can tell you that I'm not going to the theaters to watch this movie. I don't care how many pedophiles Shane Black knows that he puts in this thing and gets bad press, on purpose, I think, uh, just to save face. Um, I'm not watching this movie. It's, just, it's ridiculous. At this day and age, that Jake Busey is still getting parts.
3: I think you're thinking of Gary Busey. Jake Busey's his. No, 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 no. I know,
2: I know, no, no, no. no, no, I know Jake Busey and Gary B. I know that's his son. Neither one of these two men should be acting anymore. Period. Him and his son. Both terrible actors. Terrible, terrible actors.
3: What about Edward James? Almost. You don't like him. What about Stand and Deliver? How can I teach these kids? Yes,
2: that was great in the (laughs) eighties. It's 2018. It's other Latino actors we can employ. Come on, guys.
3: Thomas Thomas Jane's in the movie. You love Thomas Jane. He's like your favorite Punisher.
2: He's the only light in a shiny... That you know, he's like the only light in this horrible mess. He's like the needle in a haystack in this horrible mess. He's actually mess really
3: funny in the movie too. too. He'll probably he's probably your good. favorite part when you watch it.
2: He's good in everything that he's been in so far. That I've seen Thomas Jane, and I'm pretty sure he's the only good thing in this. Episode,
1: As a fan perhaps. of the Predator franchise. I don't know how they even allowed this movie to be made.
3: The same way they made A V P 2 man. Like this they make like shit sometimes. They
2: needed the <laughs> final nail in the coffin. That's this is that for this franchise. Okay. Moving on. Number three and uh this is down from number two, the nun for Warner Brothers. Ten point two million, <laughs> the nun universe. on this third week of release. The nun look, ten point two million this week and it's the second week of release. Uh, but it, it's better than a hundred million dollars, guys, domestically, and a hundred. Awful movies, though. Dude, in a hundred and ninety-one million foreign two. That's close to three hundred million dollars on a $22 million dollar budget for a. As we all said, a horrible movie. How the f- does this happen? <laughs> <I
1: don't laughs> because people. people don't care. <laughs> they just. <laughs> want to see, that. yeah, it's that Conjuring universe, what the hell?
3: <laughs> well, outside of, like, the actual, like, Conjuring movies, they haven't made a watchable film for their universe, like, if this was, like, I don't even think the actual regular Conjuring movies have made that kind of money, which is tragic, because they've they all made money. To the
2: That's the amazing part, they've all banked. There's a whole universe of these movies, they've all banked. How does that... F- <laughs> Oh, it's such happy. a horrible film. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like, you do, I mean, I, wow. shoot me in the <laughs> head. Well, that
3: thing with the nun was actually really creepy in The Conjuring 2. It could have been a neat monster for a movie, but god, did they just make an awful film. Like, it was like Slenderman bad. like.
2: Yeah.
1: What the Hamada, What are you doing?
2: Okay. I don't know. Number two this week, and down from no, oh, actually up from number three, a simple favor with 10.4 million, just edging up the none on the second week of release, and it did us all a simple favor by knocking that non-nonsense off. And now uh, this movie's got domestic totals of 32 million, uh, 10 million on the out of here numbers, worldwide of 42 million, uh, budget undisclosed, but it's probably like somewhere in the 20-30 range. Um, uh, don't really care. For What's this. it about? Like, who's even in it? I don't
3: think I've heard of we, this. We, talk,
2: we, we kind of vaguely went over this. I have no interest in ever seeing this. It uh, was directed by Paul Feig. Oh, was, okay, yeah, no, yeah, never mind, yeah. 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 Just
3: kick yeah, it wow. right in the Okay. Yeah, just
2: yeah. flush it right down the middle toilet. Yeah. yeah, This will be on the $5 bin for Blu-rays at uh, Walmart. In about two weeks. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a bad Paul Feig movie.
1: It'll be at the library. It'll be at the library pretty soon.
2: It's, it's probably been streaming there for free. So I'll write yeah, I'm it. I'm not going I. to be
3: watching it at the library. Nope. I'll even skip there. I don't
2: care. You give, you give me a, a you know a decent watch, or d quality bootleg. I still will not watch this. No interest at all in no, ever but watching it's your Paul, Feig?
1: Body, Paul Feig. You're right. <laughs> Fuck your Twitter, man. buddy, dude. He actually went back and forth with you, dude, during Ghostbusters. I know.
2: I know. It was it was great. He lost you it was great. a
1: crush on you, actually. It was. You it, it, was it was great.
2: It was great turning him off and giving him so butt that he blocked me on Twitter. It was that, was, that felt good. He
1: was butter, boy. He was that butter.
2: felt so good that he read my tweet towards him and it hurt. Didn't he? did he delete his deleted
1: Twitter account, too?
2: I no, no, no. That, that was only Rose oh. Tico from Star Wars.
1: <laughs> she would have deleted his Twitter account.
2: Had she been in, in, in Garbage Poster or whatever that movie was that Paul made, uh, maybe Rose Tico would have been, you know, deleting his account. But no, he had his Twitter on there. He just decided to block me because he couldn't take reality in the... Uh, it bit him in the butt. But anyway, moving on. The number one movie of the week is with my boy Jack Black, "The House with the Clock in, the, in, in its Walls" on its walls, inside the wall in area, its walls. In, in it, in or out of the area, like the Jamaicans would say. In that, uh, by the domestic totals of uh, 26.8 million, um, which a Jack Black movie, 26.8 million.
3: Oh, I'm I'm excited for my homeboy Eli Roth having a hit on his hands finally. I'm, I've been a huge fan of his since Cabin Fever, and I just heard people talk shit about him for decades. Motherfucker's got a hit right now. Yep. of course it's a shitty kids movie, but off a of Harry Potter type stuff. But, but
2: it's a hit so far. It's the form. A hit. The four million has been, you know, kind of three million on the uh, out of here numbers, 26 million domestically on a $42 million budget. He said at least get to 40, no, he said 80 to 90 million to break even. So it's got a little bit of ways to go, but I think with the worldwide numbers by next week, you know, right now with the, it stands like a close to 30 million worldwide. I think it'll get, you know, closer to maybe 50 million by next week. So we're looking at a movie that, in its overall run, it's gonna get close to breaking even, and, and that's decent for this kind of movie. Maybe it'll have better legs than that, maybe not. Uh, if it doesn't, you know, break even, hey, Jack Black doesn't have the kind of run in him, but he was a hell of a good choice in Nacho Libre. I will stick to that it's a great movie. And for now, Eli Roth, who is a good, director just have a semi-hit on his hands, so that's positive, that's a little good.
3: Yeah, he might, Mm. uh, because this is based off a book series, he might even like have a whole little Harry Butthole Pussy Potter like um, franchise on his hands. Slow your roll, we'll
2: we'll be lucky if this uh, breaks even, there's not a franchise yet, let's not go there.
3: I'm sure that's what everybody thought when they pitched the movie. Did you see the trailer for this thing? They are screaming like, hey, kids, this is Harry Potter 2, <laughs> like, type of thing. Like, yeah,
2: no, that's, I, I, that's I'm with you. the feeling I got from it. They, they, the franchise, everything wants to be a franchise. Unfortunately, not everything gets to be a franchise because not everything makes, you know, the money for it. So there's that. Uh, Zod, anything you want to throw in on this uh, house? No,
3: no um, not at all. You guys covered it.
2: Alright, yeah. well, that Eli was right. Roth
3: rules. Like maybe he'll get to make Green Inferno 2 at least out of this. Like
2: that's Man. all I'm looking forward to. Eli Roth is a good director. He does rule. Anyway, guys, this is the round table show for a California guy who uh you know decided to uh leave early. Maybe his phone crapped out on him, I don't know. And for his side writer, Johnny Alpha. Cold Cuts, at the library right now, watching the Snyder Cut. And I am, of course, <laughs> the o Land with us, and with you, I'll be here next week. Uh, and hopefully you guys, uh, are here with us, and, uh, we're all having some fun on the round table. We'll see you then next week, and until then, just, uh, you know, keep, uh, geeking out, keep watching movies, keep reading comics. We shall see you on the other side. Stick around for more PSN content. And again, look us up on, uh, roundtableshow.com for the podcast, which will be there live within a few minutes. Uh, again, that's dot Roundtableshow.com and, uh, that's a uh, free podcasting for your podcasting pleasures. If you guys want to help us out on Patreon, we are, are our Patreon now. Go to, uh, PSN uh, Radio on Patreon and, uh, look us up. Uh, the URL is www.patreon.com forward slash PSN Radio. And, uh, hit us up, uh, over there, Por favor. You know, make that uh, a growing community for us because uh, it helps pay the bills. It really does. So, guys, till so next time, this is a The Roundtable Show right here, like I said, on PSN Radio. And uh, I bid you all good evening, good afternoon, good night, and uh, catch you next time. <laughs>